When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's your girl Jessie Mae. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Very excited, as always, to be here in your ear while you're at work, play, um, maybe avoiding family on a work break. Maybe you're at school. Maybe you're just hiding in the closet because your boyfriend won't stop farting and it's gross. You know, wherever you are listening to this, I appreciate you. You mean the world to me. I love doing this podcast. I mean, basically, I'm just sitting here talking to myself, and it feels like I'm talking to people. So, (laughs) you guys are a cure to my loneliness. This week is a fun podcast because I actually have a guest. (gasps) Yay! A guest who's not a comedian. What? Who could it be? It is Prince, back from the dead. No, too soon. This guest is a friend of mine who I was lucky enough to meet through the wonderful Jeff Ross, who is just a doll. I love Jeff Ross, and I've met a lot of great people through him. This particular person is one of them, super talented and uh, just fun, creative, interesting, and just a, a fun person to be around. I feel like I said fun like a thousand times. But before I tell you who the hell it is, I want to tell you cookies to go to jessiemay.com for all things Jessie May. I'm going to be at the Philadelphia Punchline the 26th to the 28th of July. I'll be in Beirut, Lebanon the 20th to the 23rd at St. George uh, Resort and Spa. I will be in Connecticut July 11th through the 15th. All those dates and information will be on jessiemay.com. So come and see me perform live. You deserve it. Laughter's healing. And speaking of laughter and healing, I hope you guys enjoy my interview with a very talented, multifaceted artist and musician, Mr. Kai Aarons. I take it you're not a Trump supporter. <laughs> we were talking about the state of affairs. You're like, oh. it's literally a civil war. Unbeknownst to him. You think it's unbeknownst to him? Oh, they just had this thing in where I'm from in Duluth, a big rally in Duluth, Fuck. Minnesota. I and mean. that place, 20,000 people going, hee hee ha ha. I love God. You know, I love Trump. Because he talks to me. Yeah, he speaks to me. speaks yeah. for me. Oddly enough, that's where all the immigrants originally arrived into the middle of America. <laughs> oh Can you imagine? Through Duluth. Because they're all Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah. They're all going, yeah, oh, let's have some tater tot dish afterwards, you know. <laughs> where are you from? St. Paul, Minnesota. Fuck. Yeah, but he's getting all like, and he's running around and doing all these rallies, getting so, the, everybody's super psyched about everything. 
I mean, he's rallying up. If the move ever went down, I seriously could see a ridiculous civil war where, like, deer hunters are just going into town and and doing what they got to do with their rifles (laughs) and their sister wives. God, it's, it's like, it's so weird to be an adult and start to, like, pay attention to this shit. Like, I feel like you know you're an adult when you start to, like, really search out news articles about families being torn at the border. Like, when you're like, what's new with that today? Yeah. Well, we are so weirdly attached. And um, I saw a post that Bill Murray did recently where he's like, man, we're so stuck to the way we look in these selfie photos and the way we present ourselves. It's like we got our own little press release every day. We can't keep up with life. You're I remember right. when my dad used to say, like, I'm bored, Dad. Life's boring sometimes. It isn't just whiz-bang 24-7. And we, we kind of feel like it is due to what we see yeah. in our feed every day. Yeah, and it's like... It's like, oh, delicious food. Oh, sexy butts. Oh, oh great. perfect face. Oh, you know, great, great shins. <laughs> She's got nice shins. Like on your social, the way you distort <laughs> your faces are hilarious. <laughs> Somehow you find the most awesome outer reaches of all that shit, and you just crack us up about it. I just, like, I was going to ask you, like, as an artist, do you do the comparative thing? Because art is so prevalent on Instagram now. Like, do you, is it harder for you as an artist? Not at all. But you've been doing it for a long time. You're established. You're different. You're, you're a unicorn. Plus I, <laughs> plus I do it every day, you know? It's like, it's every day. Yeah. You know? So, like, even if the ship falls over today, I mean, I've got a backlog in the back room of a bunch of art, you know, yeah. I don't know figuratively speaking. Yeah, you're, you're more... Social media isn't survival in your world because of where you're at, I feel like. You post, you share what you've created. People say they love my post, but I feel like I I'm not posts. great at it, right? I think you're great at it because you're literally sharing what you've created, and it's not. it doesn't feel needy, it doesn't feel... Uh, like your, I, tr- I don't know. I try, to, I definitely, even though selling art is a, my living, I hate the look of something when it's advertising, even though <laughs> creating posters is advertising. So I guess yes, the posters that I create, I try to think of them as art more than advertising. So Yeah, well, because literally everything that you make, I feel, could be framed in a household as a, it, it's art. Thank you. Even though it's a poster, but that's the... People have done that. Yeah, I have. I don't know if mine was a poster from my pineapple. You know, and it's interesting about, and you find this too on social media, is when you're like, I'll be in the middle of somewhere, and you'll see some face looking at you like they're super excited, and you're like, oh my God, is this a relative? Who is this? (laughs) Hi! I'm like, hi! Trying to recollect who this person is. I have... Your back poster in my bathroom. (laughs) And every time, no, you know, it's like they just, when you make art or you make somebody laugh, there's that. It's like, it's a connect. We're we're magicians in a way. We are magicians in a way. And it's like. But it's not magic to me. No. And it's, it's necessary for me. And I'm sure for you as well. Oh, for sure. It's not my identity. It's my essence. Do you ever like get so caught up in the world a little bit and you forget about what you do? And then when you start doing it, you're in the middle of it and you go, oh, this feels good. That's right. That's because I'm an artist and this is what I do. Like you're on stage like, oh, I had a shitty day. And then you make a bunch of people laugh. You're like, oh, yeah, we're back. Welcome back to the show. (laughs) 
literally welcome back to the show. Of do life. You, do you ever like, I just realized something about myself. I was high in nature with Justin Martindale, one of our mutual. I love Justin. Ma- Martindale, piece of work, He's- P-O-W, that one. He's like the Charles Nelson Riley of now. Who's that? Look him up. I'm old. <laughs> Google him. Google it. <laughs> he, he and I got high in nature. Very high. What does that mean? We went hiking. Like legit hiking, not okay. canyon, Runyon Canyon with a latte <laughs> in like your new, you know, Moschino flip flops. Like not like cute hiking, but like sweating. I don't know if we're going to survive type of hiking. Ba- mountain lion yeah, hiking. Like, <laughs> Michael is that a rattlesnake? <laughs> Avoiding. <laughs> yeah. To the point where it was like six hours long. And at the end of the day, I felt so fucking clear. And I, I was able to like put these comedic pieces together that I was having trouble with. And do you have like something like that for you? Or is art... That, for no, I get that too. Like that physical activity that breaks you through. You feel, you're feeling a better self. You're feeling a little. I need to jump into that a little more because it's easy just to like sit in front of that computer Ugh. and make music and make art and like, oh yeah, the food's gonna be here in a half hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is a glorious life, O'Reilly it life. It is, and you got your dogs. Oh my sweet. I mean, pups. come on. Was I would never leave your house. It Sunshine. is. What do you call it? It's on Sunshine Terrace and yeah. Moby Deck. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a foosball table or something? I, I keep I, up with you now. Wait on a minute. Social media. I, I have a ping pong table on my deck. Yeah. That is being turned into a piece of artwork for a new music video okay. for my band Jinx. Which who is are, taking ooh, off like a motherfucker. We're, well, we got two songs in the movie coming out, and our first single, I think, is coming out now in September. Back to School Jams. That's awesome. That's it's really, J- really cool. Y- and X. And oddly, there's not a bit of songs out in the world yet. So it's just going to be thrust out by uh, our record label called We Are Here, which is a record label that's run by Linda Perry and Carrie Brown. Though, if you're in the music industry, you probably are aware of Carrie and his uh, starting with the Smashing Pumpkins and out of Chicago, that whole scene. So I am in the middle of this and I am loving it. How are you? I'm starting to salivate too. Well, you should because it's. I'll drink a drink it's, of water. <laughs> it's like, that's the shit that dreams are made of. How are you balancing? How do you. How do you. I don't know, man. I don't think about it. And. You, do you have to like s- schedule it all out or do you just work on what I feels have, right? I have an assistant who's my nephew, Colin, who's been working with me for six years. And I have a manager yep. who has. Many assistants yeah. that feed me information. Um, so you delegate. I'm, I'm, they delegate to me. Yeah. So I have a list of clients and artwork to create, and I'll wake up. Here's what's most pressing today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know. And how was that um, installation piece that you did? Oh, that's so cool. I mean, I saw the beginning of that, like you being excited on the phone, knowing that it was a go, and it was attached to this amazing charity yep. and this amazing foundation and yep. it meant something in it yep. it was a piece of art that literally permeated through a cause and have, it's have you done that so before? not like this now i do i'm constantly doing charity artwork donating pieces creating logos for you know all this different stuff but when i was asked to become a part of into action that was about 200 of uh the most prolific street artists pop artists uh you know the Shepherd Fairies of the World, what have you. And that art show was fantastic. So what I created 
um, was a, a five foot by five foot replica of a Gerber baby food jar. And it can be seen on my Instagram. And it looked exactly it like looks one. Exactly but we like took, one. We took out the white baby. Yeah. And I took a picture of his, this Hispanic girl and put her in there. And it's a photo I took when I was down on the border. Wow, uh, when that's right. I was capturing a documentary on with Ross illegal immigration. Yeah, which is so. Which is just... last May. So I have a I have a uh, a fantastically vast. Uh, no, I have a lot of knowledge about this topic now. After going there for like firsthand, and we were interviewing. He was interviewing, and I was capturing. Uh, coyotes, the kind that the people that, you know, get people across the border illegally for like, you know, a couple grand. If you don't have the money, you get put in this house and you get put to work and you're on a lockdown. You're literally, and that's just part of it. And we talked to crooked lawyers. We talked to city officials. We talked to dreamers. We talked to people. That were crossing. We, we visited the wall where a guy had property on both sides of the wall, right? So the government gave him like a code to open up the door, like a garage door. So like we were walking to and fro on this crazy huge wall where people jump over the top, but if they knew enough to walk a mile down the road, they'll see that the wall was wide open and you could just walk (laughs) freaking through. It's like, oh my God, you went through all that trouble to climb the wall when all you had to do is walk another mile after going 2,000 miles from Honduras or whatever to avoid having your children turn into gang members, right? That's what's going on. I know, people don't realize that they... they these people aren't just trying to come in and suck up our resources. No. They're evading a horrific existence. That's right. And they're literally just my, as, as I'm your neighbor right now looking at you at across the table, that's exactly like they are there. They grew up in that area. That's their neighborhood. Yeah. But there's this dividing line that says I can't have my life and we're supposed to be the land of the free. And everybody goes, yeah, they got to go through the due process. Do you realize that due process is different for each individual as it comes through? Because corruption exists in everybody's government. Yep. It's, it's crazy. And it's about what was, like, for you, like, what was the most jarring fact or something you didn't know about the process of the border? Was it something to do with the coyotes? Was it something- I think it was the coyotes, man. This guy was creepy. Right. Like, but and he'd been doing it for years. He's been in and out of jail. Um, But at the same time, I understand that his job is needed. Right. Because, you know, if I'm a dad and I got a child and and I'm looking at the circumstances where I'm going to come to the border and Trump's sessions dickheads like that are splitting my family up i might dig deeper and have you know this guy take me across in a shitty van under a blanket for you know whatever reason for the hope hope of something something hope of not even knowing what you know just literally like just something a little bit better than complete deprivation and we're such morons in the grand scope of the world it's like ellen degeneres in that movie where she's that fish and forgets every five (laughs) seconds what goes on but this america forgets that we are those immigrants we are we are the whole country (laughs) the whole country make america great again or whatever the Ugh. Anyway, so this piece of artwork, I'm going to go back to it and just yeah. finish that thought. Yeah. Because you and I, are, our conversations are awesome. They just fly <laughs> in all directions. Anyway, Jezume is the shit. 
Anyway, uh, do I say that right? I just call, I like Jezame. Yeah, I like Jezame. That's cute. Yeah, you say your own individual way. I do. Yeah, well, that's you though. It's oh, Kai. Okay. I wouldn't want you to say my name any other way. Jezame. Jezame. Now I need to like change how everyone else says it. It's Jezame. I still don't know the difference. Jesse May. Jesse May. Yeah. Oh, Jesse May. But Jesame. Jesame's got Jesse a little so swings. <laughs> it's like sure that's does. you know, like you're wondering what your rap name should be, just be Jesame. Jesame. I'm Jesse May, but my rap name's Jesame. <laughs> 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 it's just the way you say it. Yeah, it's the way you play it. Um wait, so So back Gerber to jar. the artwork. So the yes. burger Gerber jar. Burger. Burger. Burgers. Uh, we'll talk about impossible burgers later. Anyway, uh, so I changed the word Gerber to say Dreamer. Uh, 100% made in America, the Dreamer baby. And it's a beautiful piece of art. And I watched people get emotional standing in front of it. That's, that must have been fucking, like, for me as a comedian, when people connect, even when people get emotional, yep. connecting. Yep. Essentially, that's the heart of art. Yep. Is the connection. Yeah. And for me, to me as as an artist, that that was, I think that piece is the biggest home run for me in my life. Really? Yeah. In my, the way I feel about it. But the what's weird about my art is like you will look at certain artists like, you know, Dolly and you go, oh, that's a Dolly piece because it's got that same style over and over and over and over again. Yep. And that's his thing and he's great at it. In the world I grew up in, I do so many different mediums and so many different kinds of art that sometimes if somebody were to walk by that piece, they wouldn't go, oh, that looks like a Kai Arns piece. The color combinations are definitely the things that I've gravitated towards and the simplicity of the fonts. You, people could see it from that. I mean, I wish I designed the original Gerb, Gerber Baby Food jar because <laughs> that thing looks as sweet as a Wonder Bread. I mean, it's so, it's so, so well done. Cute. And that's so why, cute. And that's why I wanted people to see it, to look at it, to get that same feeling. That's the, I wanted Powerful. to go straight to the child. And I think in art, that's important. Like, for example, right now, and I think it's the cover of Time magazine where it's that little kid that was standing by the mother at the border that is now standing in front of Trump. Nothing changes a human a human race's mind like a crying child. I know. And a child that's like in a complete state of panic. Yeah. In 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 a loss of safety. Yep. Cuz that's a that's a you're you're bankrupting a childhood by that's, stealing their safety. You know. In, that in that's s- that's some shitty humanity right there. It is. Yeah. So this piece though, <clears throat> you know, when I was down there and I when I was asked to do a piece, it was like I had just done a piece where I did Kim Jong-un and I tried to like all these pieces of these guys looking like monsters. But the guy who was putting it on basically just said, hey, that that's cool, but that's kind of easy to do. It's easy to point fingers, but it's hard to come up with a thoughtful piece of artwork that has a heart. And that's why I, that's why I went deep on it and it immediately went to the dreamer. The day I showed up, I was supposed to meet my buddy Jeff Ross for dinner and he was late. Only because they were cruising around with the border guards down at the uh, Santa Fe, was it or the Rio Grande? The yeah. Rio Grande. And there was a woman that just floated across, 18 year old woman, super pregnant. Oof. Got to the other side, sits down next to Jeb, starts crying. She can't believe it. She's so happy because she knows that if her baby's born in America, it'll be a citizen. That's yeah. the dreamer. That's beautiful. Yeah. She made it, she took it on her own. And she had the baby the next day. It's like the baby waited for her to get into a safe yeah, place. Yeah, so true. God. 
And if you would look at those signs from what people believe in God, and most of the Trump supporters do, wouldn't you see that as a sign from God? You know what I mean? Whatever. Well, not in their mind. It's in their, she's got the devil spawned inside her. Set her on fire. Set her on fire. <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. I mean, we are... The, the, the middle of America is what we built. It, well, the middle of America has bled to the coast. It feels like it just... Uh, it's everywhere, I guess. It, it's also like the way media is Yeah, can covered. we talk about that for a second? Because yeah. I was just talking to a friend of mine about, you know, uh, the, the biggest thing that usually happens when somebody like De Niro says, fuck you, all like uh, middle America goes, yeah, that's the last thing we need is some actor to be talking for us. And I'm like, well, let's think about this for a second. If you're an actor... In the world, comparison to you doing a nine to five job and driving home, and probably not going outside the border of your own country or your own state, your circle. These people, like actors, they're putting themselves into these other characters, and they're doing a lot of research on yes. where they're going, the politics. They're speaking with generals. They're speaking with leaders. These people have a voice too. And let's let's double down on this. You go down and you watch a speech and you talk you, you see what's going down on like a stage where they're they're talking about political issues. Somebody from the student council gets up that no one knows who they are, doesn't have any experience speaking, can't hardly even illustrate a message. But then you get somebody that steps on stage like De Niro or whatever, who's used to talking people and can't and people are listening. I so for me that that uh, argument never washes. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and especially when their constant argument is, oh, you liberal actors, you you're celebrities. Uh, <laughs> oh, you get to travel. And <laughs> Trump is a reality star. Yeah. This is a guy who's great at marketing. Yeah. You're, you literally voted one into office. Yeah. So what are you talking? He's in the same... Sort of realm. It's like he's a non-reality star yeah, now. Yeah, I know. God, it's like surreality. Surreality. Surreality star. He should change his name to Sir Reality. Yeah. Whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't okay. even smoked any weed yet. Know, We're pontificating we in what such the, matter. I know. It's like we smoked a whole blunt with this. <laughs> I like... I just... I told you this when we were walking up the stairs that I fear like... It's very Hitler-esque. I mean, I just posted something yesterday about that. I'm going to read it to you. Please do. And that's a big statement. I posted it, and then Samantha Ronson reposted it. It, It's getting thrown around a lot. And I found it on social media as well. But it's the thing that really made me think about the potential of an actual... Civil war. Yep. Um, Hitler said... Oh, God. Jews are not people. They're animals. And Trump, who I guess has a copy of Mein Kampf in his, like next to his bed or something. I, I mean, this, that, I, don't, I can't get to the real stat on that. But we that's need what, to figure that but out. But he wrote, undocumented immigrants are not people. They are animals. The exact same quote. I mean, that's, I've got, look at my arms. I, you got goosebumps the size of... Of tits. Size of tits. I have like... There must be 57 tits on your arm right now. (laughs) Like literally all of my Italian arm hair went... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so like it's that kind of move that if you're already a supporter, you're going, oh, and it's just going to, it's going to, I don't know, man. 
I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I, I wish we had a voice. I wish we had a leader that had our back that we could stand behind. It doesn't seem as though we are. Now, I worked for the Bernie campaign uh, loosely. loosely. What would you do? Did you uh, help? Created, created artwork. Yeah, cool. Created artwork for uh, publicity stunts. Mm-hmm. Uh, created artwork posters that were used in marches, etc. That's awesome. But what I learned in that process was when everyone that's in the room is a volunteer, there's no leader. <sighs> because everybody in that room is their own personal leader. Okay? Yeah. So you walk into that room, maybe with an idea what you want to leave with, and you stick to it. As opposed to somebody with a clear vision and a clear voice and a clear message. We don't have that person. We don't. Um, I'm not trying to throw stones here, but when you run for office and you prob- talk about all the things that you believe in and love and you fight for, I would imagine that's what you do for your life. And I ask that question because I wonder, where is Hillary? Like, Where is Hillary? Where is she? Is she like physically having trouble right now? Because she must. Doesn't she have a lot of people that just really believe in her and love her? Yeah, and also doesn't she have a voice? Isn't she, she? Why isn't she using it? Is she that traumatically bummed out that she lost? Sure, she lost it in an evil way, but... If you are true to your bone of what you were trying to say, and you still I, try and fight for you it, you try to do something. And I, maybe she's doing something under the table we don't know. Maybe but when I posted, I, I posted this on Facebook, and I had so many friends of mine just come back to me. Oh, woman hater, and I'm like, no. Listen, this is my point. This is what's up. Uh, I voted for her because Bernie told me to. Yeah. But my point is, once there's all these opinions coming out, you like that's kind of part of why Bernie was kind of all over the place, too. It's like, dude, somebody comb your hair, too. I mean, like... <laughs> Seriously, like... I don't want to follow a, a leader that doesn't look like he can follow a... A, a bro- wind a, storm. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know why we're a- just getting all political and stuff like that, <laughs> but... It's come out of an elevator shaft, Bernie. <laughs> he literally just looks so disheveled all <laughs> the time. My bu- Never mind, <laughs> I was going to... Bernie impression? No, I don't... I can't, but my Do buddy... It. My buddy Jeff does this one. He goes, all right... Make sure we all go to the polls and vote. And then we're going to go we're going to go get some soup. <laughs> but we're going to go Dutch. <laughs> Jeff so Ross Jeff Ross. Joe, Jeff Ross. I love Jeff Ross oh, so much. Oh, he is. How Hilarious. Did you, how did you guys hook up and become such good friends? I was doing artwork for uh, a a movie poster for a really great documentary called Patriot Acts. He was taking his first, I think it might have been his first U.S. tour, U.S.O. tour with Drew Carey. And he was nervous. Was he? How long ago was that? 2002, 2003, in Iraq, all over this place. And uh, he wanted to, like, calm, he wanted to, like, occupy himself with doing something. So he bought a video camera. And that is the result. And it's great. So he so he did that out of... Yeah, and he did it at a time where there weren't really restrictions for it. Now there are, you know, because it turned out that some of the footage that he actually has in his documentary, you could, if you freeze frame it, it's the backyard where Saddam Hussein was underground hiding. Holy fuck. Yep, yep. The hotel he stayed at. What's it called? Bu- Patriot Act. Wow. 
Yeah. Jeff has done, he's had a very dynamic career. Oh, he doesn't stop, and he, he's the best. And he, he goes out every freaking night with a new joke or two, and he stays current, and he's got a heart. He does. You know, it's like I, I'm, lucky, I, I'm lucky to have him as a friend because, like, the amount of la- I met you. I wouldn't have met I you. Know. Let's just stop right there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we haven't seen each other nearly as much, but we're both doing, we're doing our thing. I know. We should go to Universal Studios. I was just telling uh, um, Josh Ademeyer's how I want to go. Are you are you like an amusement park person? I'm not. I know. I could tell by your face. I'm right just now. like. I, what are I, we gonna do? I, I make worlds of wonder every day at my house that I go there and I'll just be the critic. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm kidding. Like I'm just not into Harry Potter at all. I'm not Any chasing for a key, a goblin, a shield, or a sword, <laughs> I'm out. If within the first ten minutes of any movie I see some kind of glowing green liquid, <laughs> I'm gone. Glowing green liquid. You know, I'm out. I um unless it's Ghostbusters one. <laughs> oh God, one. Rick Moranis. Oh, the best. Where is he? He's, where he's, is he? Do you think he's retiring? There's something I, I don't know where he is. But you know what's crazy about Rick Moranis? Spaceballs. Spaceballs is amazing. But the other thing that's amazing Pizza is the that Hut. some woman, many women, <laughs> sucked his dick. That blows my mind. Really? Yeah. I just think it's amazing. You blow my mind. <laughs> I blow your head, <laughs> Queen Lyric. Do you remember when we went to the? Was it Fuck You Fest? Was it FYI? Yeah, that was rad. I remember I, I made you run all the way across the festival to go see Erica Badu in time. Oh, my God. And you changed my life. I changed my life. I mean, that concert was... Oh. I mean, I left there going, oh, uh, the best R&B singer in the world. Thank I you mean, for that. I remember at one point you were like, I just love the way she moves to her own music. So cool. There's something about the way... She moves. It's so simple, but like hypnotic. Remember, yeah. I had my mouth open for most of it. I was like, Here, "Here's a towel." <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> <laughs> and I love it how she stops the band, and she doesn't even have a plan when she does. She's like, "I'm just gonna stop it right here, and then I'm gonna say something sassy, and we're gonna go right back into it." Yeah, stop it on the one. Uh, oh God, check me out. Back on the beat. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Prince did that all the time. You know, that's a that's a Prince move. I have a friend who got. Uh, who used to have to watch Prince's ass. He's the drummer, Bobby Z. And I'm actually going to see him perform Sunday, The Revolution. He's the drummer for The Revolution. I'm from Minnesota, so I know a lot of those people. But anyway, he would say, if Prince shook his ass to the right once, that means you're stopping on the one. If he shook it to the left, that means you're stopping on the two. And if you miss that shit, you would get docked. Shut the fuck up. Hey, man. Straight from the horse's mouth. That's all I got to say. Bobby Z and the Revolution playing Arroyo Seco. Their set time is 2 o'clock. I don't know when you're airing this, but it's probably going to be past this. But I can't wait to go see the Revolution on Sunday. That's going to be awesome. Was Prince one of your favorites? Oh, God, yes. Yeah? Yes. Why? I mean, I know. I'm I'm just saying, like, for you, why? Well, the first thing he did was scare me as a child. So I think that's a good start. You know, my sister had this record. Here's this dude in bikini underwear challenging me, being, you know, like being from the Midwest and he's standing in front of like a bed. You know, it's just like, what is this? You know, <laughs> and, at, and at the time I was such a rocker and I was like, uh. and then all of a sudden I heard this riff. 
this guitar riff that sounded unlike anything I had ever heard, and it's the opening to When Doves Cry, that... And I'm like, oh, shit. My foot started moving. I'm like, (laughs) okay, I get it. And then when I was working at The Gap... That was my last real job, by the way. I was I worked at the Gap, and then How from that ago? point in '84, wow. and from that point, I became a DJ at a roller skating rink, and never had a real job since. But thank the Lord, I don't yeah. believe in you, but thank you anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, when uh, my friend goes, dude, you gotta hear the new Prince song, and he literally brought the cassette out to his van in the parking lot, and he pushed play on Let's Go Crazy, and I heard that guitar solo at the end, and I'm like, oh, my God. I saw the movie. I listened to the record. It made you cry. It made you rock. It made you want to go masturbate. It was... (laughs) It's Prince. And then then to top it off, he's just like this live performer, which is, in my opinion, quite a dying breed, you know? Oh, fuck yes. It's a dying breed. I mean, Beyonce's certainly holding the torch really well. That concert at Coachella was like mind-blowing. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like in 94, when Nirvana came out, it was like Kurt Cobain just told the whole entire world, hey, man, all you need is a flannel shirt and a guitar. Oh, but the one thing I didn't, didn't tell anybody is you need charisma to burn in songs that rule yeah but i feel like the show died right then and there yeah. and then lady gaga came back and said hey let's get a little creepy and freaky and got rid of all the britney spears on the spectrum i don't know i'm just kind of breaking she it sure down did, man. Yeah. And, then, and then because people had been brainwashed they were like scared of lady gaga they were like what loved it's it. weird i love meat dress come on I mean, when everyone, at, at a place in time where everyone's just wearing these, like, beautiful, glowy, flowy, shiny, c- cute little, like, lady dresses, this bitch Boring. comes out with a bloody dress yep. and performs. Yep. See, I find it weird, too. It's like, I, I know people get really sentimental about sync <laughs> and Backstreet Boys. I'm like... I'm like, really? I mean, I get it. You were a little girl, and you've got memories attached to it. I, that part of it I get. But musically, I don't. It's like I don't go, oh, my God, the way he sang bye, bye, bye. I was like, oh, yeah, talk to me. You know? You look at, like, the 60s where you got, like, the Stones and the Beatles and freaking Dusty Springfield comes. Zeppelin! Oh, Zeppelin to me is one of the greatest. Oh, yeah. One Are my- you into this new band, Greta Van Fleet? I think I have heard. Okay, they're the band that sounds exactly like Zeppelin. Yes. And they're blowing up. And this generation doesn't even know what Zeppelin is. So it's, it's like it's working all over again. Everything's cyclical. They're the biggest rock band, I would say, in the United States for sure. They're selling out now. Yeah. They're, they're killing it. Yep. And this band that, um, that's on the label that I'm on and the, that I work as a creative director for, Dorothy, she's been opening for them, and she's the real... I've heard of her. Oh, she's the I've shit. I've heard of her. I directed her new video called Flawless then it was, yeah, it was that just you. got yes. added full rotation on MTV, which is my that's first video that that's ever happened. High five. And Up top I'm high I mean, anyway, I'm just kind of giving you the lowdown. Lots of cool shit going down in my life, but that is one of them. And that song, that Flawless. That song is so good. You played it for your shit. new studio. <laughs> so good. I'm like, that girl comes out, and when you got Linda Perry producing your music, yeah. no one gets closer to the way a song should feel and move than that yeah. woman, she's, person. She's blood, sweat, sweat, and tears rock, for and she's, sure. She's, she's still rock and she's roll. She's badass. She's so badass. She changed Pink's 
whole career. She's just the whole amazing. trajectory. She of her gave career. Christina Aguilera a career. Yeah, she did. I mean, well, Pink. We could talk about Pink as a performer. Oh, she's fantastic. I mean, that bitch is up there doing Cirque du Soleil audition squats and flips on the goddamn drape that's yep. hanging from the ceiling. Unbelievable. A really good friend of mine, Jesse Green, is the violin player for that and has been on tour with all that stuff. I mean, was, was there when that dude fire. dropped four stories, dude? I don't know if you know about that. Oh, God. What happened? Some dude? Somebody fell out of the rafters. That was part of the crew. Four, but he's alive. Four, four flights. <laughs> Am I terrible that I'm laughing? He lived. <laughs> Why do I laugh at such terrible things? I think that's kind of funny. Because you're Jezume. Uh, Jezume. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought of... Um, oh, man, that's funny. I love Jezume. your tattoos on your ears. Thank you. My, um, Did you get those in Denver? Yeah, how'd you know? I got those in Denver, and I got that in Denver. I got the artist high, and he fucked up my star. Because we communicate. We do communicate. Yeah, I got these on my first road trip. I'm taking another one. I'm going in a couple weeks. Driving back cross country. Have you ever do- you've done that? I, I like love it. It's it's honestly a couple of my girlfriends are like, aren't you scared you're by yourself? I'm like, I'm scared to be around people. Have you seen <laughs> people lately? They don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's scary to be in a room full of people who are so self-consumed they don't even know if somebody's dying right next to them. That scares me. Yeah. I think solitude is powerful. If you can find peace and harmony with yourself, it's the ultimate restart. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yep. I took my dad, um, we did the Trans-Siberian Express from Vladivostok to Moscow in 12 days. Wow. And that, as you can just tell by the tone of my voice, and I'm breathing deep now. <laughs> it just kind of very... put me in, puts you in that place where you just stare at things as they fly by and collect your thoughts of life. And, and memories come. I think it's really important for us to all chill out like that every once in a while, you know? Yeah, you have to... Um... You have to sort of find a place where stimuli is limited. Yeah. And I mean stimuli in the sense of cell phone service, noise, city life, pollution. Wonder what percentage of people go to bed with their cell phone right by their head. I've been not not doing that lately. I do it. Do you? Yeah. I've been like conscious of I put it like in the room but away from yeah. the bed. Because I'm afraid it's sending like electrical amoebas into my into my aura. That would that, that would <laughs> really explain a lot of things about you. I love speaking of of like explaining things about you. Your nail polish is on point. You like it? <laughs> yeah, it's so you. You literally have this like spectrum of color that I just do. encompasses I, I'm obsessed. you. Yeah, you're obsessed with color, and it's like you've made me fall in love with different colors and see them in different ways. Oh wow! Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm... I'm, I'm really into flesh tone pink right now, right next to fluorescent orange. That combination oh, yeah. just rocks And that's me. what's on your nails that's right now. <laughs> and I got my old school robin's egg blue <laughs> next to that, sky blue. Where, um, can you tell, will you tell people what your mother's name... LaVey. Was? Yep, I, always, I think about that from time to time. Aww. And your sister... Okay, so I'll kind of give you the breakdown. It's curious because my name is spelled grammatically... Incorrect, unless yes. you're a chemist. Right. That's a different story. It's a different, Any, wholly different situation. But we don't need to get into that. But okay. anyway, my name is spelled K-I-I, mm-hmm. and my parents love the thought of cute double letters for each of the kids. So the firstborn was Rhett, R-H-E-T-T, and then there was Bryn, my other brother, B-R-Y-N-N, and then my sister, Era, A-A-R-A-H, <laughs> Era. 
and K-I-I. And then so... I love that name. Era. Isn't that nice? They're just all beautifully unique. Were your parents artistic? You know, my mother was pretty artistic. Yeah. Were you close with her? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody was. Yeah. Yeah. She was just an amazing person. Um, who lived through adversity, you know. Her her dad was a really bad alcoholic. I remember when we went and took him out of a hotel in Omaha, Nebraska, and he was down to drinking shaving lotion. What? Like the foamy kind? Or like, I don't, the blue, like the blue? I don't know. I was three. I didn't, I, I <laughs> You're like, Mom, what kind of lotion is I didn't this? even know that's why we were going to Nebraska. Jesus. I was just excited that we were going on a trip to, like, the farm. The somewhere. beauty of, of childhood innocence. We're gonna go eat corn in Nebraska. That's yeah. that's a vacation. Absolutely. For me. Fuck yeah. So anyway, uh so yeah, my mom was kind of artistic and LaVey, L A capital V A E. I mean that's like a that's like a if I ever have a little girl and I want one. Yeah. LaVey. So if any of your listeners wanna <laughs> procreate. Procreate. Is anybody out there interested in procreating with a with an incredibly talented? Do you need a green card? Multifaceted artist who's willing to service you with a green card as well. <laughs> Are you? What's going on in the romantic world? Oh, it's. <sighs> you know what? I'll just say I'm at peace with it. I was in a relationship for a bit that took my heart a bit to get over. So I feel like the like. I feel like I'm at a place right now where people can tell that I'm approachable. Yeah, you seem more settled. Yeah, I don't know. It, that took a while, man. Yeah, because you had got you had to go to that wedding, and then there was like a you kind of ran into a person, right? Yep. So I mean, it, it's it takes a while because you think you're over it, and then your heart's like, oh no, here's some memories. Bitch. I had a dream about it two nights ago. Oh. It still just happens. It yeah. comes in your my butt. Um, it comes into your butt. That hasn't happened yet. I've had I've had a people. <laughs> I, said it comes I had a girlfriend that wanted to try that. <laughs> not your thing. Just you know, I'm a good guy. I'll, I'll go take one for the team. But that one <laughs> did not happen. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't happen. I think I think we just I think we started with a pinky and knew that anything beyond that was just not a not my thing. Oh my god, I've never. Yeah, I. <laughs> I mean, I again, I would take one for the team, yep. but. It's not my first choice. No, there's there's like, there's other choices there's right by so, there oh, that are amazing. Have you seen our appetizers? <laughs> <laughs> Please check out our daily specials. There's a couple of appetizers, and then there's that one main course. Uh, you're just like that course that you know the chef. It's like his specialty. Uh, Nobody in the restaurant wants it. It's like all right. <laughs> okay, and if you want to, you know, if you want this seven week old brisket. Uh, Old brisket. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh. And so now, like, what? <laughs> there's so much musical stuff going on. Yep. Do you have another art thing that you're working on, like a piece? Yeah. That you're excited about? I know you're always doing. So I've been really into silk screening lately, and I'm coming out with a. I saw you doing that on Instagram. Yeah, the I'm just actual like, process. I'm like getting random shapes and designs and like putting them together without putting them together in advance on a computer. Yeah. So like organic things that happen, and then I'll photograph that and bring it in the computer. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I put it into the system. I put it into the matrix. <laughs> but it's cool because I would like for my birthday. 
You were you at were you at Jeff's? I was. I couldn't. I had to go out of oh, town. I knew I was filling a void. I you invited me. Jeff invited me, but I was. But gone. we set up like four color silk screens with all oh. these different designs and different shirts and things and bags that you could screen on with different colors. And people were coming up with these combinations that were so cool, and that inspired me. So now I'm doing a line of like jackets with this company called Reconstruct. Yeah. You know those crazy camel jackets that yes. I wear all the time? Yes. Yeah. We're with gonna the do, patches and shit? Yeah. We're oh. going to do a series of those where I'm going to be uh, silk screening random patterns of my art on top of that dance and live in the life of uh, altered colored camouflage. Yes. So I'm doing that. Um, I'm preparing for a show in Kiev in October through the beauty of Instagram. I've been asked to create five pieces for the United States, for the American embassy in Kiev. That's fucking amazing. I'm super excited. Your inner fucking national. So like I've talked them into <laughs> bringing our, my band there, Jinx, Jinx, because one of our songs called Jinx. Don't Push That Button. Oh. And the whole idea is turning, uh, making friends with people in Russia because all we hear about is Putin and we don't realize they're just like you and me. Over, well, we do, but we kind of in a big, bigger way, we don't. So that's the kind of lighthearted but heavy-handed message that's in this very danceable song called Don't Push That Button. And we're going to perform it for the first time at the American Embassy in Kiev, which is kind of the, oddly in the Ukraine, the gateway and was as time gone by into Russia and hopefully we can skip, skip up to Moscow and maybe do a show there. I don't know. So that that's something that's going on. Yeah. Um, that's fucking wild, man. Did you realize we both said jinx at the same time? No. So what does that mean? We're, no backs, no return. No backs, no returns. No double down. I'm going to push you in the pool. <laughs> Where can my lovely people find you and stalk you? Online yeah. at Kai Arens, K-I-I-A-R-E-N-S. And they can buy your art yeah. right from Yeah, com. Well, that, they can do that, too. I have a website. It's com. It has a bunch of my various concert prints, and I'm revamping right now. Yeah. I'm, I s- I'm, I'm going through, like, my, I'm going to, like, I'm taking a new approach to kind of the way I'm going to simplify things. Because right now it's a little bit like a bargain basement sale over there. <laughs> it's like, here's a million things. <laughs> and it's kind of hard to focus on one yeah, thing. Yeah, I feel that vibe. So like I said before, that like restart, I'm kind of doing that. I've got a new manager handling my art world as well right now. Well, that's exciting. It's comfortable. And, oh, we're opening a new office in November on Ventura Boulevard right next to Arts Deli. La La Land is moving? No, we're keeping that. Okay. But uh, I'm going to have an art presence over in Studio City. That's great. Jazz. You're expanding. I love Studio City. I can rollerblade to work. And there's a Roma Cafe. I can rollerblade to work. Do you rollerblade, Kai? Still not gay. (laughs) <laughs> Do you rollerblade? I love it. I rollerblade too. We didn't know this about we, each other. We need to roller. Dude, I have a pair in my trunk. Let's go. Oh my god! I like the boardwalk. Like we could. I'm totally telling you, let's go visit walk. my friend Jesse who plays with Pink. She, her, and her dog will follow behind on her light up bike. Oh my god! You ever see the light up bikes cruising up and down the lane here? Yeah, not beautiful. That's I a mean, groovy little thing that happens every night. That's what we should do. Fuck going to Universal Studios. Let's get high in rollerblade on the boardwalk. I'm, the I'm, that's, that's far more my jam. Oh, yeah. Then friggin'. We have to do that. I love that it. That would bring me such joy. I don't want to throw up on you on a 3D version of a Simpson ride. <laughs> that's a good point. You know? <laughs> I never thought about 
about that. <laughs> Although I feel like if you can survive vomit as a friend, like that's a really deep pasture to get into with your friendship. That would be a crossing point for you and I. Yeah. I don't know where we would go from there. <laughs> Jessica, what are you doing next? Where are you are you got are you making another special? I'm I've been working on it. Yeah. I've been working on the material and, and figuring out what what's going to exist in this special. We're going to we're going to use some of this video projection ideas. Fuck yes. Because that is about that last Oh year. No, man. Half and I'm telling you what, I took that into full force, and with my band Jinx, we yes. did this exact same thing with our 25-minute set in, in, in Austin, yeah. and the reaction by the crowd was something I had never experienced as a live performer. Shut the fuck up. The interaction with it just ties it together, yeah. and you know what it does, too? It frees you up a little bit. Yeah, artistically? Yeah, well, artistically, on a pace level, you don't feel like you got to take on the world when the videos are, are, are doing some of, you know, oh, crossing the T's and dotting the I's for you. That could be really... The I mean, environments that, that you yeah. could create visually, like you could talk about your room growing up, and all of a sudden, boom, there's your room growing up. I'm, yeah. You're in it. Where I used to, like... Rub my bean and make out with my John Stamos poster. That's what I'm so saying. Put much. that Stamos poster up. I wore a hole in the mouth. Legitimately, the poster was above my bed. There was no mouth. I, I had, kissed it that much. I had the same thing for my Farrah Fawcett print. I'm glad I'm not alone in that. No Did way. You, where, where, where was her hole worn? <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I don't even want to know. <laughs> On her lips. Which, the labias? Which one? Come on. No. <laughs> you know what the one thing I love about you? <laughs> Is you're a gentleman. Well, you're a gentleman, and you're you're human. Are we going to talk about my mom again? <laughs> no. no, I kind of am. I you hate are. poop jokes. You don't. You're not a poop joke guy. Like you have your particular preference, and I just love that about you. Aww. You're sweet. You're a sweet guy. Oh, yeah. I think the same of you. Thank you. I think you're fantastic. I knew that. Like the, I met you at Jeff's. You were in the yeah. hot tub, and I went just. We were singing it with some dude from Maroon Five and a couple comedians, <laughs> and Jeff called us the Moron Five. But <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, and so like I walked by you. I just sung David Bowie. I think. Yeah, you did. Life on Mars or something. Yep, right on the deck. You did. You sang Life on Mars, yep. David Bowie, and we were like, we need to be friends yep. forever. That's right. And I'm like, who's a girl with the, in the hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> with the what? What were you going to say, I don't know, Kyers? with the googly eyes. <laughs> well, Who now you've got, you're stuck with, with me the googly forever. Eye? I love it. Friendship forever. Yep. Well, thanks for coming on my pod. It's been a long time. I know. We almost did it over... Another time, but I'm really glad. And we just we went flying into this. I know we did. I just wanted to get right into it because I knew you. I hadn't seen you, and I wanted to hear about all the shit you have going on and where you've been. And we now we know we have to go fucking rollerblading. Yeah, that's gonna be our head clearing day. I love it. That's gonna be great. I'm into it. Kyarns.com. Boom. Right? Yeah, and on Instagram, Kyarns. You're the best. Thank you really are. Simply the best. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Tina Turner? Is it? Sam. Better than all the rest. Oh, who is that? Better than anyone. I'm Googling it right now. I love Tina Turner. Do you think it's... Do you think I, it's, love, I love her. A better be good to me. <laughs> Did you like the movie with uh, Angela? It's Tina Turner. Yep. Wait. I was a DJ for about nine years, so I... The show will never end, will it? Oh, no, it's never going to end. Okay, we got to get out of here. I got to go get my rollerblades ready. Okay. <laughs>
Say goodbye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.